Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. This is your host, Christina Orlova. Here we will talk about all things OCD. For more information and to contact me with questions, you can go to www.coreresults.com. That's K-O-R-Results.com. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Orlova. In today's episode, we will discuss the art of what's known as ERP, which is Exposure and Response Prevention Therapy, which is the gold standard treatment of choice for obsessive compulsive disorder. So exposure and response prevention, what it is and why it works, um, most people can definitely look at iocdf.org website and they can find a lot of wonderful articles that um, really discuss the different research and science behind exposure and response prevention. Today what I want to cover is some of the basic principles that I want you to know about so that you have a better, more accurate understanding of what exposure and response prevention is. So one of the things that you have to do in order to become um, an artist and a master of ERP is you have to learn how to assess the problem. So you have to learn how to understand the weaknesses and the vulnerabilities. You have to learn how to tease out what are my different triggers. So what that means is looking at things like what are things in my mind, maybe it's images, maybe it's fear thoughts, maybe it's even physical sensations, maybe it's sounds. Um, but what are those things that when they come online, they trigger my anxiety and I instantly want to do something about it. I instantly have the urge to fix it, to somehow try to prevent it from happening or the fear, the potentiality of something bad happening. I work really hard to try to make sure that that bad thing doesn't happen. So that would be step one. Step two is understanding what are all the different triggers in my external environment. Um, what are the places? What are the times? What are the objects? What are the things externally outside of me that when I'm in those situations or in those environments, those things also trigger my, uh, my anxiety cycle. And then I want to learn and understand what do I do about it typically? How am I neutralizing it? How am I trying to mitigate the danger? What am I doing with my mental behavioral patterns? What am I doing with my physical behavioral patterns? How am I avoiding? How am I reassuring myself? How am I maybe mentally analyzing something over and over and over in this attempt to solve this, but I'm never quite arriving at any conclusion? Um, so once we understand that lay of the land and when we have that assessment and learn the weaknesses and vulnerabilities, then we create a plan. Then we say, okay, let's show you the right ways to design and create exposure exercises to face those things. And then let's look at how to create a response prevention strategy so that you are no longer giving in to the same urges and behaviors that you have in the past. And this is important because when we put this whole thing together, what you get to have is a deliberate controlled plan that you get to execute and you get to see what happens. You get to have new learning take place. So once we have a plan, then we want to go and execute that plan. 
when we execute the plan, then we want to come back and take a look at, okay, what happened? What are you learning from it? What do we need to adjust? What do we need to edit? What do we need to reassess? Is there anything else that needs to happen here? And if the plan worked and you got to learn things, then we get to say, great, how can we repeat that again? How can we change it up next time? So the whole process of the art of this is knowing how to reassess, adjust, and address what needs to happen as you progress towards victory in your treatment with exposure and response prevention. Now, there are some principles to follow and to learn when um, learning how to do ERP and how to actually execute it and how to be successful in it. So you want to learn the principle of variability. Variability meaning when you've tried something once and you got to get a sense for it, you want to say, okay, how can I change this up? How can I change maybe the place that I'm trying it at, maybe the length of time, maybe if people are around or not around, maybe time of day, maybe I do it a couple of times per day. Um, so you want to really look at all the different pieces that you can change, all the different variables you can adjust and continue to work with the same exercise multiple times. Then you want to understand the principle of diffusion. So creating a little space between you and your OCD. So what can happen is that folks can get really um, flared up and when flare ups occur, things kind of can collapse onto themselves and it feels really intensive and it can feel very um, heavy and, and very much like this all has um, a lot of meaning and has meaning right now and that I have to do something about it. So what you want to learn to do is in fact, how to create a little space between you and your OCD enough so that you can see it for what it is. The next principle is learning how to do the opposite action of when you have this sense of urgency and anxiety that you have to do something right now. So whenever you have that sense of urgency and urge and anxiety that you need to somehow neutralize it or fix the problem, you want to learn how to do the opposite of that. So if you're wanting to leave and avoid a situation, the opposite might be that I get to hang out a little longer and I stay in it. If the, um, if the urge is to want to ask questions indefinitely because you're attempting to solve something, but you know you've asked questions over the last several months and you're still not anywhere closer to having an answer, the opposite might be learning how to really interrupt that mental process and stop asking those same questions that you're asking and really how to stop and shut that process down. If you know you're somebody who constantly needs reassurance, the opposite would be something like saying, okay, let me set some boundaries so that I'm not um, spending so much of my uh, energy and time in pulling in somebody else um, to accommodate me by providing me that reassurance. So maybe I will say, okay, I'll ask for reassurance one time, one time in the day or, or two times in, in a day and that's it. And whatever answer I get, I get and then I have to practice moving on. So the next um, principle that I want folks to hear and learn about is how to be present. So really when we talk about anxiety and really in life, being present, being in the here and in the now, this is where you have power. This is the only time and place you have power. This is the only time and place you have choice. 
you don't have choice if you are obsessing about a future or if you're obsessing about a past right you're not here when you're here and fully completely present consciously aware in the here and now you get to make different choices you get to decide i can either give in to this familiar feeling and this urge to do the same thing i've done a hundred times before or i have the option and i have a choice to say okay what is it like if i don't really give in to that right now what is it like if i wait that out what is it like if i um, learn how to start to tolerate this discomfort a little bit more in my body so the, the principle of being present focused being in the here being in the now and the last principle is um, I call it AAA so acknowledge agree and accept your OCD thoughts and feelings so acknowledge agree and accept so learning how to identify when something is in fact driven by OCD so that's why we want to make sure we're teaching you how to assess things correctly so that you learn how to break this experience up into understanding the different triggers that start the cycle and the responses that you typically um, give when this begins and then you start to learn what this feels like and sounds like so that then when when the trigger comes up when the cycle gets flared up you say okay hold up a second i'm going to acknowledge that this is all driven by my ocd right now i'm going to allow myself to agree and entertain whatever ocd is saying and i'm going to accept the feelings that i'm having i'm going to allow myself to accept the fact that physiologically maybe my body is really uncomfortable i'm feeling really worried and panicky that i don't like this and i'm going to allow myself to just embrace that whole experience and accept it and be in it and when you're able to really put all these principles into play and practice them not just a handful of times but with exposure response prevention for it to really for you to reap the benefits and for it to be really effective you have to really practice it a lot you know people say well christina i tried this you know like five times it's i don't know if it's working and i say okay well what do you think would happen if you tried it 150 times do you think you might get better and people usually say well yeah i'm like right so the brain is a muscle and our brain is really adaptive so it doesn't take much for humans you know for something one bad thing can happen and we can get really locked up around that one thing which is why we have to really exercise that muscle um, twice as much three times as much in order to really um, get get in more sufficient data into our brain to start to learn to differentiate and recognize and separate between when I'm having an OCD-driven threat, an OCD-driven trigger, and that I'm learning what that is, and I can just observe it. I can be like an impartial spectator. I can just watch what's happening, and now I understand what's happening. I now have a language for it. I have an understanding for it. And through ERP and through that practice over time, you get to learn how to have a bird's eye view um, on this process and how to not just collapse into it and give right into it and now this doesn't mean that you might not have flare-ups but what it does mean is when you have flare-ups you're able to much more quickly understand what's actually happening you're able to mobilize your strategies and execute them much faster so that you take the right action and you get core results thank you for listening to OCD Whisperer podcast if you have any questions you want me to answer in future podcasts or any other comments, you can go to coreresults.com 
backslash contact backslash. That's Core Results, K O R R E S U L T S dot com backslash contact.